Mary was a worshiper. Have you ever paid any attention to her prayer? Once you uh, arrived at the home of Elizabeth, let's look at it in Luke 1. And Mary said, My soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. Teenager girl. For he has had regard for the humble state of his bond slave. For behold, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. He's done mighty deeds with his arm. He's scattered those who are proud in the thoughts of the heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, and he has exalted those who are humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty-handed. He has given help to Israel, his servant, in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. Now, the thing that's interesting here, think for a minute. A teenager said that. A teenager said all that. Have you ever heard somebody ask the question, when you bump against something, what spills out? The answer is what's inside of it. When an angelic visitation bumped up against Mary, what was inside of her, a song of praise, is what bubbled out of her. That tells you a lot about Mary. We get a glimpse into her soul through this song. Her heart is quite mature for a 15 and 16-year-old girl. Matter of fact, it's kind of unbelievable when you really think about it. Unbelievable. So Mary was real. Mary was humble. And Mary was a worshiper. Number four. Mary was also full of the Word, the Old Testament. She was scriptural, in other words. There are no less than 15 direct references to Old Testament scriptures in this teenager's song of praise. She didn't have a Bible. For example, she says, My soul magnifies the Lord. That's from Psalm 34. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. She said, My spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior from Isaiah 45. There is no God besides me, a just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. And then she said, He has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. And that's for Samuel 1. You will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me. And then she said, For he who is mighty has done great things for me. Psalm 126. The Lord has done great things for us. For Mary, think about it, church. For Mary to spontaneously recall the scriptures and compose a song on the spot is pretty amazing. She obviously had paid very close attention to the teachings of what she heard in the synagogue services because she knew the scriptures without a Bible in her hand. There were no Bibles in those days only scrolls in the synagogue. Yet the scriptures seemed to just roll off of her tongue so easily and fluently without a library, 
without a computer, without a program, Bible program on the Internet. Mary knows the scriptures and she knows theology. As you read her prayer, she refers to Abraham and his covenant, to David and his covenant. And she knows things some pastors today don't even know. Church, when people bump into you, what comes out of you? Same answer. What's inside of you? Jesus said, for the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. My goodness. I hope the Lord doesn't play back to us all we've said. So Mary was real. Mary was humble. Mary was a worshiper. And Mary was extremely scriptural. We're talking about a 15, 16-year-old girl with no Bible. Number five, she was also needy. She knew she needed a Savior, unlike some of us. She says, my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. Amazing. There are people all over this world today. They have no earthly idea that they need a Savior. Some of us sitting in here may not even know you need a Savior. I mean, you're satisfied with you. You like your life. You like what you've done. Everything seems okay, hunky-dory, whatever. And so you have fooled yourself, kind of, sort of. And so you don't know you need a Savior. But Mary knew it. Who needs a Savior? A sinner. I do. You do. We all needed a Savior. And Jesus came to us. There's not anybody who's ever walked the planet who does not need a Savior. No matter how high you think of yourself, no matter how much you don't like church, no matter how much you don't like religion, no matter how much you don't care about much of anything. My friend, there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. You need a Savior. Because if you don't accept Him and don't invite Him into your heart, after all, He came to get you. He came to take you back home with Him so you can live forever with Him. So a Savior is only good to someone who recognizes that they need a Savior. For it's the Savior who comes to do what the person cannot do. The Savior, He saves. <laughs> Mary recognized that she had a need. She knew she needed salvation. Do you know that? Are you still sure of that? Are you still thankful to God that He came to get you? Are you still thankful that life can start all over in Jesus? What an amazing thing that you can start over and your yesterdays and everything about yesterday. When you come to the Lord and acknowledge who you are, He wipes it out. You'll never see it again. 15 or 16 year old girl knew she needed a Savior. During the ministry of Jesus, someone cried out, Blessed is the mother who gave you birth and who nursed you. 
But Jesus responded immediately, and he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. Mary would be, friends, the first one to be a Paul that people prayed to her. Yes, she should be honored. And the best way to honor Mary is to worship the God that she worshiped. The best way to honor Mary is to receive and follow the Savior that she birthed into the world. So Mary was real. Mary was humble. Mary was a worshiper. She knew the scriptures. She understood her need for a Savior. Character traits meant to be examples that should define each of us. Those of us who call ourselves born again, made in the image of God, by God himself. The songwriter said, Mary, did you know that this child you delivered will soon deliver you? Yes, she knew it. She never forgot what Gabriel said. She never forgot what Simeon said to her as she took that baby as we talked this morning into the temple to be dedicated. She knew. Mary told the servants at the wedding in Canaan, do whatever he tells you to do. She says the same thing tonight to you and to me, still saying it, still echoing for 2,000 years. She says, if you want to honor me, then do whatever Jesus tells you to do. Because it's all about him. Jesus' church is the reason for the season. There's no other reason. It is the season, again, for him to come. Just like he came so many years ago. This time to gather his disciples to their home with him in heaven. Are you open to him? Are you ready for him? Are you looking for him? Do you want him to come? Or if he were to come, would it mess up your life? I guess if we could look at the characteristics of Mary, we could find out something about ourselves, couldn't we? You think that when Jesus came the first time did not mess up Mary's life? <laughs> you talking about messing up somebody's life. Her life was messed up as much as the world would consider it. They mocked her. Today they mock her. And even when the scribes and Pharisees, as you remember, even came to Jesus, they called him a bastard, if you remember. All kind of names. But the truth is, Jesus was sent by your Father to get you. And to get me. And I'm so thankful I answered the call. What call? Come home. I love you. I sent Jesus to you.